T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Another one bites the dust. Another one bites the dust. And another one. Another one's gone. Yes. Another one's gone. It was two home playoff games. Unbelievable. On the 20th day of January, 2021, the Detroit Lions named Dan Campbell as their head coach. Three years and one day later, the Detroit Lions will be playing a football game to possibly send them to the Super Bowl. Yeah! (laughs) Wake up, Detroit! Final Four Conference Championship, the Detroit Lions. Oh my lord! Uh, it, it, can you believe yourself? No. Can, can, I mean, no. Are you, have no. you pinched yourself yet? You want me to? Want me to try? No. <laughs> no I'm, Just I don't to trust sure. you. <laughs> I, I wouldn't either. <laughs> oh my god! Uh, wow! Oh, a couple kneecaps, a hunk out of a couple other teams, individuals. Mm-hmm. Dan Campbell's message was heard. It was received. Patience by Sheila, by Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell. I mean, and and how about uh, Derek Barnes? You want to talk about patience with the guy? Oh, my God. How much was he vilified a few weeks ago after whiffing on Dak Prescott? Oh, my God. If he, and I was one of them, if he makes that play, the Lions might have won that game and we'd have be this two seed and all that stuff. It's just almost worked out. Like the Tigers when they blew the uh, American League uh, Central lead in 2006, and they still ended up beating the Yankees in the wild card and getting to the World Series. Everything happens for a reason. Yes. Good morning. He's Greg Hargrave, the governor, Tom Milliken, Heather Park on maternity leave. He is John Jansen. I'm Stoney. And uh, like most people here uh, in the southeastern Michigan area and Lion fans across this great nation, we are euphoric today. Yes, a little horse, and have every every damn right to. And uh, today's show, four hours. We'll you'll hear what happened in the locker room. We'll hear some interviews. Uh, but most important, we want to hear from you. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven is the telephone number. Ticket text. It's just there are many of you out there 
who never thought this day would happen. Now, God willing, they pull the upset next Sunday. We'll be saying pretty much the same thing. However, if anybody thought three years ago, let alone before this season, that this, Thanksgiving. Team, that this team would be part of the Final Four, you'd be crazy. Yeah. You think you were nuts? Uh, Thanksgiving of this year, Chicago, yeah. Green Bay, Chicago. Like it was, is this going to be an epic collapse? Are we watching this team start off with a great run and then all of a sudden they collapse at the end of the year? They recentered, they found themselves, and here we are. Yeah. I, I mean, Final Four. Like, I, I can't. I can't believe that this has happened. And the other thing, and look, we'll talk tons the rest of the week. I don't want to get too deep into it. But especially with the injury situation to Debo, and I'm not just saying it's because of of that, but watching the game, good portions of that game on Saturday evening. Yeah. The 49ers are vulnerable, and this is a team that I thought from the get-go was by far and away the best team in the National Football League. Now, look, they're still favored. They should be favored. They're at home. But I wouldn't be, oh, my God, it wouldn't be the most stunning thing in the world. I mean, right now, you know, I think Baltimore looks like to be the best team. But who cares? All four teams are really good. Have a shot at winning the Super Bowl. Yes. All four teams have a shot at getting to the Super Bowl. Mm -hmm. And the Lions, I mean, it's it's each game is a one game story. Yeah. And we saw the story between obviously Green Bay and Dallas. Never thought that would play out that way. Correct. We saw the story between Green Bay and San Francisco. And again, the Lions were one minute away from hosting an NFC championship game. But it's the story that has presented itself. Now we're looking at the story of the Detroit Lions in regards to where they are now. And what has happened over a 17-game season, 18 weeks with the bye week, and now two postseason wins at home, their last home, their last game in Ford Field, and it was unbelievable. And I want to hear from both of you guys because you were there. It, it, it was what it, was the environment well, it, like? Here's for me: it was the first half, uh, the first playoff game. Against yeah. the Rams, I thought it was a little louder. The second half yesterday, I thought was louder than the second half. It, 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 it yeah, had because, to be unbelievable because the pucker factor in the second half uh, against the Rams was more than the pucker factor. I think you know, especially going into the fourth quarter yesterday, when it's seventeen seventeen, the fans were just—you thought they were still going to win, but it was obviously it was a close game. Oh yeah, tied going into the fourth quarter, and and. They showed the stats on on TV, like you know, I mean, the and and we know. Right, you could say oh for whatever games in terms of playoff games where the Lions have either trailed or been tied going into the fourth quarter, mm-hmm. we know that number is zero for whatever. And they said it was zero for nine at that point. Now Correct. they're one for nine, and that one was a monster deal. And they showed the same thing uh, for Tampa Bay, and obviously their numbers were a little bit better. But again, it's 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 the story of where the Detroit Lions are right now. Yeah. And they are one of the four best teams. We don't have to do our Super Six anymore. No. <laughs> we, we got we got our Super Four. And if you ranked the four teams, it'd be interesting where, obviously, locally here, a lot of people would, would, would call up and say, hey, you know, hey, one or two or three. But most people would probably say four. 
But it doesn't yes. matter. No. It does no. not matter. It just doesn't matter. It, and it and I am I I'm I'm hoarse. There are a number of individuals in the uh, Jansen house who are probably deaf right now. I may be hoarse because of jumping up and down mm-hmm. and screaming at the TV when oh, yeah, you, when they covered mean, Amon Ross St. Brown with three guys and they left Josh Reynolds open. I kept I was screaming at Jared Goff, Josh Reynolds, Josh Reynolds, Josh Reynolds. And he, and he threw it, and it was, I mean, I, I came out of my seat, and the kids were like, what are you looking at? I'm, so we went back and we played it. Right. But it was unbelievable. Yeah. It, I mean, the whole game, every time something happened, whether, I'm, and, and, and Gov, I know you were there with your son, and I want to hear your perspective. For those that were there that are, are just waking up this morning, if you can talk, we want you to yeah. talk. But it was it was a great moment. It was cool as hell. I mean, moment the, the after lights, moment. lights again, and they'd show the celebrities that were in the crowd, and it was, oh, yeah. it was, it was amazing. It really was. And they put on a great show, and it was a great football game. And, you know, kudos to Tampa. They're a lot better than a lot of people thought. Their defense is legit. And the fact that the Lions were able to overcome that. And here's the other thing. Jared Goff is a stud, man. Yeah. He really is. You want to talk about, and and he mentioned Dan Kim. We'll get to all the audio throughout the course of the next four hours. But – he mentioned, and I've harped on this time and time again, why, what has held the Lions back? For me, I always go back to leadership. For me, it was leadership on, on the field, from the players. But Jared Goff talked about Dan Campbell's leadership, talked about how tough that, that first year was, 3-13-1, and, and how people in that room, as he's talking to the media, wanted Dan Campbell gone. It can't work. The biting kneecaps, the helmet uh, uh, for the, the, the F1 race or the, the, the boats, whatever it was. Oh, hey, yeah. oh, he's, he's just a, he's a joke. No, he's authentic. That's exactly who he is. And the players have responded. You've got leadership on the field. It just, this is what good teams do. And they don't always get to this no. point. There are good teams that have lost. Yeah. But you have yourself a chance when you have leadership and it and it trickles down from the top. And we'll talk about Sheila and what she's meant. Brad Holmes, Dan Campbell, Jared Goff, uh, Alex Anzalone. But it's... It, it it all comes down to that, and 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 then finally make it plays. Yeah, and it doesn't come down to just one guy. It's not just Amon Ross St. Brown. It's not just Sam Laporta. It's not just Jared Goff. It's Jared. Uh, it, it's Red Josh Reynolds. It's Craig Reynolds. How about that? Yes. First carry in eight weeks. Yeah. One yard Fourth touchdown. Fourth and one. The offensive line doing a great job. Jonah Jackson getting hurt. They they come in and uh, they they don't blink really. How about Frank? I know. Well, Frank, I, well, I, 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 I put in the MVP in, in my prep. He was the MVP of the game. And I don't, and because I'm up top and I don't see everything, you know, the press yeah. box is really high. And you focus on the offensive line a lot more than I do. It just even to the, the idiot like myself can see how great he played. And when he went down, I said, oh boy. Oh, yeah. And then he came right back. So that, that was, that was huge. I yeah. mean, that was and, huge. And, 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 I, and look, to go up against, uh, the load, as we call him, Vita Vea, all game yeah. long, and he did a nice job. And I know you don't judge, you know, defensive tackles to, by stats all the time. He had one tackle. Yeah, I mean, he he was much more impactful than just the one. Yeah, tackle. I know. That's but, why I said you don't judge. Him yeah, um, that was that was an unbelievable job. And the offensive line, you know, when when you look at guys that have to come in and play at the at just the snap, but also like Penny Sewell, Taylor Decker. Jared Goff, for the most part, I know he, he was sacked twice, 
but was able to stand back there and deliver. Hell, Jared Goff had a seven-yard run. I know. That was that to me was unbelievable. But and I and I tweeted this out in the first half because as as you mentioned, I like watching the offensive line. Penny Sewell, the 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 tweet that I sent out was uh he was an actual lion playing with his food. <laughs> he was it looked at times like he was bored and he just would, you know, pick a guy up and throw him or or knock him down and then stand over top of him just because he could. He's unbelievable. He could be the best tackle in the NFL. Definitely the best right tackle. Oh, right? yeah. Yes, it's clearly. Right. Yeah. And uh, I was thinking that a really nice job filling in yes, for did. Jonah Jackson. The first half, you know, I was talking to TJ at halftime, and Glasgow didn't have a good first half, but oh, no. th- they all came back a little bit in the second half. All right, 248-539-9797 is the telephone number. We want to hear from you, your thoughts, your feelings, your emotions. The Lions are playing for the conference championship. Most, <laughs> well, not most, but many. Maybe even most of the people listening have never seen that before. 97 won the ticket. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And the Lions win, as you know, 31-23. They not only won, they covered. Uh, You know what they say, John? Yeah. Good teams win. Great teams cover. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We want to hear from you. Whether you're at the game downtown, screaming at your television at home, whatever. This is a day of euphoria, and hopefully, we'll have it again next Sunday, and dare I say, in three weeks from now. All right, let's go to uh, Adam in Gibraltar. Your ninety seven won the ticket. Good morning, Adam. Good morning, guys. How are we doing? Let's go, Lions! Let's go, baby! <laughs> yeah, way to start us off. Wake up! It is Monday morning. Let's get to work. Let's work to the weekend. Let's wait till Sunday. Let's go to the Super Bowl. Let's go! But no, um, in, in reality, I mean, uh, let's talk about the game. What a call by Dan Campbell with Craig Reynolds on fourth and goal. Oh, my God. He, he honestly threw them a curveball. Right, they thought he was in the block. Yeah, he threw them a curveball. They were like, oh, play action Laporta. I was like, oh, my God. What a call by Ben Johnson. Give him a pay raise to stay here, please. (laughs) Give him another pay raise to stay here. I don't care. And the defense played great all game. I was downtown. I didn't go to the game. It was euphoria after the game. Where'd you watch it? Holy cow. I watched it at Old Shillelagh's downtown. Okay. I was at Tin Roof, and then me and my buddy worked our way to Old Shillelagh. 
What a atmosphere downtown. After the game, everyone's high-fiving, honking. But, you know, three years ago, we never would have thought we'd do this, no. you know. But huh. Dan Campbell and that whole team, they're the personification of Detroit. It was, it was, they it was, are it, the exact... It was, it was, they are the exact representation of Detroit, and you know he has their guys believing. And like you guys said, Craig Reynolds hasn't taken a carry in what? What did you say? Like I think eight weeks. Yeah, Oakland uh, or eight. Oakland Vegas right. was the last time the he carried game. the ball. Yeah, and that's because Montgomery like Mon- Montgomery didn't play. You know, next next man up, and he was ready for his name to be called. He punched that ball in there. Just he has his guys just ready for the moment. He says, just live in the moment, and we are living in the moment right now. And you know what? I will keep living in this moment for as long as as long as long I can because, you know what, top four teams, let's go. We're going to go on to San Francisco. I don't care about the Super Bowl logo colors and stuff like that. We are going to go into San Francisco, and we are going to beat them, and we are going to go to the Super Bowl. Let's go. <laughs> so for people who don't know the Super Bowl logo conspiracy is is that yeah. the Super Bowl logo has the colors of the Niners, the Ravens or the Chiefs. Yeah. And right. it doesn't have any blue or whatever. Right. I mean, There's no Honolulu blue. So that's the script, the legend. Right, yes, uh, yes. Exactly. So I went to the game quick and the Reynolds play, I'm like, who's in there? Okay, so our, the side we're on that side of the field. So mm-hmm. when you're parallel, it's hard to see the number. Right. And I thought it was Reynolds, but I actually openly out loud said it. My son Connor goes, it's Reynolds. And he's like, what's he doing in there? Because me and my son were very frustrated that they went away from the run. Yeah. And then they're going to put the chips in Reynolds, uh, you know, and, and on him to get it in. And it, it, it worked. I will say this. If it didn't work. Oh, sure. You go, for, you go for it fourth are... down at that moment and don't take points. No matter who's in there, you're like, okay, it, we'll question that call. It worked. And then you put in Craig Reynolds to run the ball, who hasn't carried it since Vegas. And the only reason, Stoney, you mentioned it, that he was in there was because the very first Tampa game where Craig Reynolds had some some carries, that was because Jameer Gibbs was unavailable and Montgomery got hurt the next week. I think Gibbs was actually back, but he was still a little dinged up. He, Craig Reynolds was the bell cow in, in that game. I think that play broke the seal for the offense. The offense was different the rest of the game. Once they punched that in, it was a grind to get points. They were dominating us in yardage at that point. The turnover is really the difference in why it was even tied, you know, yeah. and to break that. And then it just seemed like the run game opened up after that. Gibbs finally busted one when he was close to oh, busting man. another one earlier in the game. I'll say this. There was one little play in the fourth quarter that I absolutely loved. And I, have, I, I called it out before it happened because I saw it set up the play before. So Jamel Dean goes down. And they ran a play after that. But Jamo was wide open yep. down the field. And I, I yelled out, they're going to go play action to Jamo here. And he caught that intermediate right. route. Yeah. Moving a chain play. Running clock. I thought it was a real important play. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. You know what I thought the biggest play of the game was before we go back to the calls? Um... The Lions were leading 24-17, third and 15. Amon Ross St. Brown. And in the pass to Amon Ross St. Brown, and that kept the chains going, and they scored to go up two scores. They yeah. up 31-17. Last thing, no turnovers the last three games. 
it is crucial for this team oh, to yeah. play clean. Oh, yeah. At, at this time of year, you've got the margins are so small. We were talking about margins being small because of lack of talent three years ago. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about margins being small simply because they're playing against the best in the NFL. And, Stoney, you didn't sell that play enough because Amon Ross right. St. Brown caught that ball three to four yards shy of the first down, and he carried three Tampa Bay Buccaneers for a first down. That was that was the moment I lost my voice. <laughs> I was should, screaming should because Amon Ross St. Brown, that play was the epitome of what this team is. They refuse, absolutely refuse to say no. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Scott in Clinton Township. What's up? I got to start out with this. Sorry for your jumps. Roar! The Detroit Lions. I was 12 years old the last time this team was this good. 12 years old. 1991-92 season, right? Yep. And I'm loving our chances against San Francisco. I'm loving it. I'm glad it was not Green Bay. You know, I, I kind of – well, I was in between. Green Bay's playing really good football. We but know it, what they did on Thanksgiving. It would, it would be at home, though. Yeah, it would have been at home. But Green Bay was playing really good. I love our chances against San Francisco. I absolutely love it. I, I like the chance. I think San Francisco yeah. looks more vulnerable. I still think they're the favorite and, and should be. I think they're still a little better team. Oh, yeah. But the, we'll make our picks uh, d- down the road. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Couple of texts. We'll get some more phone calls. Uh, when do we hear from all the callers that said no way Campbell and his aggressive decisions, or that Goff or that defense will never be able to compete for a Super Bowl? Those callers are surprisingly quiet. They are competing for a Super Bowl. Yes, they're not in that game yet. No, but, but they're they're, they're one of four competing Absolutely. for a Super Bowl. Shout out to Frank Ragnow, playing hurt, blocking on his knees on that fourth and goal TD. I burst into tears right with him when they showed him on the bench. Go Lions. We're talking about our favorite play. He got hurt on my least favorite play, and I was talking when TJ will be here at 9 o'clock. I could not believe that play call when they had third and one near the end of the first half, yeah. and they went empty, and I don't. And they passed, and they, they, and they got back to pass, and he got sacked. TJ's are how you do a seven a seven step drop in that situation? And I it's like I don't mind you passing on third and one, but at least pretend that you might have there might be a chance to run the ball. Right. I hate that. But that's yes. you know, that's I guess just me. Or maybe it's not just me. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Uh good morning, David. What's going on? Hey guys, how you doing? Good. I work nights, so uh, I've been awake the whole time. I got to watch a wake up, watch the Lions, and I go to work, and I'm still riding the high right now, and it's awesome. But uh, uh, what I want to touch on real quick, I won't keep long, is um, for someone like me, uh, I was raised, what from the day I was born, my dad had me watching every Lions game, so I know it's done every watch the Detroit Lions. And he moved to California two years ago, and still after and before every game, I've been watching with, er, with him, you know, kind of calling him on the phone, talking about the games with him. But one thing that changed for me is when I saw Dan Campbell make that speech for the Lions, I knew that things were going to be different around here because this city needed leadership, like you said earlier. <clears throat> and that's like something that I knew Dan Campbell was going to bring. I just loved his attitude. Something about it just seemed so great to me. So but, your dad, um, your dad being out in California, all right? Obviously, yeah, no, my dad's out. Sorry, go ahead. Yeah, no, he's he's out in California, and he's missed obviously a lot of the. Uh, locally, what's going on here? Is he going to go to the San Francisco game? 
you know what, man? I'm talking to him. I'm saying we need to go. I'll book a flight out there. I'll fly Friday night and come home Monday morning. I'd say we should, but I got to talk him into it a little bit more. I want to ask you one other thing here. You said you, you worked overnight. What was work like last night? Um, well, that's all we talk about is the Lions. Every okay. Sunday we watch it, and then we're working. We talk about the Lions, how they won. Um, yeah, I go in right after. So these last two weeks have been euphoric at work, man. Like, I'm just so happy. And it's amazing for someone like me, especially. This is what I love about the, your city doing good is I'm not that big into football. I don't know most of the people because I've been out of it for a while. I didn't play football since I was, like, 12 years old. And um, for someone, like, that's not even into it, to see your city do good, it's awesome how it brings people together. Because even my sister, who definitely doesn't care about sports at all, she's thinking right now, man, the Lions are doing good. This is cool. And she's excited to watch the games and stuff. I got my girlfriend to watch a game with me yesterday, and she hates football. So it's, I just love how you see your city doing good and it brings people together. And you're right. It's, it's a beautiful thing, and everybody is so into it, as yeah. they should be. All right. 248-539-9797. Uh, if you miss Dan Campbell in the locker room after the game, uh, you want to stick and stay because we got it for you. 97 won the ticket. Hey, if you've been watching the NFL playoffs from the sidelines, there's still time to get in the game with FanDuel, America's number one sportsbook. And hell, our Lions are still in it, so let's go, baby. New customers, bet this Sunday's conference championship games with $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. There's so many ways to get a win, so go to FanDuel right now, and I'm talking about money line, point spread, player props. You could have taken Jared Goff, the over rushing yards, and you would have hit. So there's so much to be able to play and have fun with on FanDuel. Get started with a $150 in bonus bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. Just visit FanDuel.com slash Jansen today. That's FanDuel com slash Jansen. Make every moment more with FanDuel, an official sportsbook partner of the NFL and 97 won the ticket. Must be 21 or over in present Michigan. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non withdrawable bonus bets that expire seven days after receipt. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. Gambling problems? Call 1-800-270-7117 for confidential help. What a run. What a freaking run. Love Lomas commenting during the play-by-play I, I said before the game How i said I, I, what are you you're <laughs> gonna give him the, the crap you gave me well yeah because you're you're, you're you it's different <laughs> okay <laughs> yes. i only give i you agree crap with because you, it's you yes um so i i, I said lomas so where's your where's your buck super bowl ring today he goes yeah, you know, I shouldn't. Uh, I should have brought it. Maybe whatever. I got to do my highlight. I got to see Rodney Pete was there, and talking to him for a while. And what a gr- what a great dude! And he goes, "I gotta say, I'm mixed." I said, "What do you mean you're mixed?" Because you were part of this last team that actually, even though you got hurt, but they right. did this. He goes, well, "My brother is the running back coach for the Bucks." Yeah, <laughs> so, well, it's like Larry Foot. He yeah. talked about it like he's not talking to his family because I know. his family was so excited about I Detroit know. and. And and the the pain that we yes. felt, and and I'm, I'm sure Larry was conflicted as well. Obviously, he wanted no. to win the game, but I don't, I don't think he was conflicted at all. No, no, I, yeah. I, I don't mean in His terms family of family yeah. was conflicted yeah. probably. By the way, I didn't realize that when I'm on I'm on Rod's touchdown, the dance he did after it was a Baker Mayfield dance when he was like, oh, they they spent all day trolling Baker Mayfield. Oh, How yeah. about uh, you know C.J. Gardner Johnson on that interception? Yeah, I know. And, and handing, I mean, the, the opportunity presents itself, mm-hmm. and and he hands the ball to Baker Mayfield I after know. the whole, you know, 
That was great. Trolling before the game yes. and Baker's response. I mean, it was just, it was perfect. Yes. Uh, here's Baker Mayfield. I'm going to read a quote, what he had to say. Uh, the question was if Ford Field was as loud as he expected. Yeah, this is a great atmosphere. You can <clears throat> you can tell this city had a lot of pent-up emotion and been waiting a long time for this. I can't say that I actually went through it in Cleveland when we went and made our playoff run because it was COVID. But this place, they've earned that. Dan Campbell has done a hell of a job turning this thing around. I'm happy for Jared. They have a lot of good players, so they play hard. You can tell this city, they play for each other, and so it was a great atmosphere. And, yeah, they got the best of us. Classy move. Yep. They're idiots if they don't bring him back, by the way. Oh, I, I, I think both sides want to get that done. Yeah. Um, he, he understands what being in, uh, in Tampa has meant for him. Mm-hmm. And, and obviously, you know, you replace a guy like, like Tom Brady, and everybody right now was thinking of, you know, in Tampa, Bulls taking over. We like him. We think he's a good coach. We wanted him to be successful, you know, obviously other than playing the Lions. But he was kind of up against it. He showed how good of a coach he is by getting this team this far. Yes. Uh, we'll hear from Dan Campbell at 640. Uh, let's go to uh, Mark and Allen Park. You're a 97 on the ticket. Hey, what's going on, fellas? How are you? I'm a lot better now after yesterday. That's for sure. Good. We all are. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, I just want to say I'm, I'm I'm like a lot of Detroiters. I'm, I've been a fan since 88. Um, you know, some of us are watching the game, and, you know, we've gradually gone from hoping we're not going to fumble it, hoping we're not going to have the refs against us. To, it's just like we're living a dream. It doesn't make sense. How about, how about a dream on the day, bef- the day after the Final Four of the NFL is um... – you know, actually, we know who's playing the final four, and we're not looking at mock draft 3.0. Oh. How good right, does that right. feel? It's it's crazy. Like, I mean, just watching, you know, Goff sit in the pocket, making incredible throws. He made some Aaron throws, but he's not going to throw the game away. Um, we we have confidence in our from top to bottom. Um, every player, every coach, it's just, it, it, you know, we watch it and it doesn't make sense. I don't even care about like the band, you know, everyone joining the hype Who cares? because it's real. And it's, know, it's like real. I, it's real, and it's fun. That, that's that's the other thing. And look, the bottom line is they are a real good football team. Yeah, that's the bottom line in all this. Okay, we can love all the you know being there and how much fun we have and all that, but this is a legitimate, r- real good football team. And sometimes us here. We might take that for granted because we've been kicked so many damn times, but I talk to people, friends around the country, who they think that this team is legit. They don't think they're going to win the Super Bowl, but they think they're legit. And they are. They're legit. And I think the other thing, too, you know, Dan Campbell, he's known for his gambles and stuff, but he's really, I think, for the most part in the playoffs, pushed every button right. I said it out loud at the game the second it was got the fourth down early in the game. Take the points. Yes, and he did. Recognize the team that you're playing. Recognize that they don't score a ton of points. Get those three. Get the get the get some points out of the Gardner Johnson pick. And I think in the regular season he may have gone for that. He might have. It was what it would have been fourth and five if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. We've seen him do more. Yeah. And, yeah. and exactly. And Say there, it. and there, there there was <laughs> there were some people who probably thought they should have kicked the field goal when they went for the touchdown with with Reynolds, and I had no problem with them going for it. Oh, yeah. I mean, that first one where he, where he took the points, I kept saying, take the points, take the points. My girls were like, oh, you know, they know more than most 17- or 16-year-old girls, but they kept saying, well, isn't it Dan Gamble? 
Like, is he going to go for it? I said, no, you take the po- – in, in the playoffs, in this situation, you take the points, and he did. And, and I was so too, happy about that. In the previous that. game was the Badgley 54-yarder that we were all shocked he made. Right. But it was the right decision. It yeah. was fourth and four because on third and three, they lost a yard with Montgomery. So he said, you know yeah. what, we, we might not get it. So You'd he, rather take that field goal at the yes. beginning than have to rely on your field goal right. kicker Speak, at the end. Speaking of Dan Campbell, uh, after the game, he gave his usual talk, which is awesome. And uh, the other voice you'll probably hear is uh, one Derek Barnes. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Prepare for San Fran. You guys, uh, after uh, that, too, just another maybe. Is, is a little magic happening here? Yeah, I mean, uh, uh, not just a little. <laughs> I mean, it happens no matter. But I think you know he had that play in Dallas, yeah. and when C.D. Lamb caught the bomb, and he gets his first pick in that situation to close out a game. You know, I, I and the fact that they got a second home game was a little bit of a gift. Yeah. You know, and San Francisco, like Stoney said at the beginning of the show, you said people ask you, can they win this game? Yeah. I do think they can win it. And you know, I've been a big proponent of the Niners all year. Uh, I think they are the best team in the NFC. Doesn't mean that they can't win. I looked up a little number here because I've been, I, I feel like San Francisco comes out and they want to hit you in the face and they want to own the game and t- seize control immediately. And if they don't, they don't play that well. Guess what? Call before, front runners. before all, all but one of their regular season wins was by double digits. They win games easily or they don't win. They beat the Rams. Their only game under 10-point margin this year was against the Rams the second week of the season at L.A. Seven-point victory. Saturday night was the closest game that they've won all year. They don't do well in close games. Well, and well, that Shanahan, game should have gone to OT. Yeah. They want to come out. They want to punch you in the face. and They want to bully ball you. You got to survive the storm. Well, Shanahan's record coming from behind, obviously, that was his first win when they were behind by what seven or more, I think. Uh, in, in, but that's in the their identity. Right. I, 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 I totally agree with you. All right, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. We'll take more of your phone calls, your texts. We are living a dream and loving it here. Stoney and Jansen, ninety seven won the ticket. That's uh, the MVP of the game, in my opinion. That's Frank Ragnow. Yep. Unbelievable he's performance. Finally getting uh, national recognition. Most centers don't unless their uh, brother dates Taylor Swift and takes off his shirt and, <laughs> and, in, in, in Buffalo. That was crazy. It was, it was pretty cool. Uh, a couple of ticket tags. It's not going to be an easy road, but I thought San Francisco looked terrible this weekend against the Pack. So I wanted the Pack victory to vilify Thanksgiving rematch with a Baltimore matchup in the Super Bowl for redemption. That's from Danny from Shelby. P.S. So sick of Mahomes. Uh, look, if you're if you're going to sit there and root for the a- AFC Championship game, which is going to be first, yeah, and you're thinking who would the Lions match up better against? Well, ob- we know, we obviously know that answer, <laughs> right? They beat yeah. one of them and got blown out by the other. Book in so the season with Kansas be, City. Be sick of Mahomes all you want, but hope that they win the game. Yeah, you got to beat him if you want to go. Right? Exactly. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's yes. very. Brady and Belichick like what Reed and Mahomes are doing. Yes. And by the way, that kick by Bass, 
It starts oh. off really good and then, uh, boom. It just hooks right. Yeah. Sharp right. I mean, Wide it wasn't even a right. hook. It was like, boom. I mean, if, well, Mr. Buffalo Wagon over yeah, here. I, know. I said Friday, I thought they had a kicker problem after last week. Remember? Yeah, he missed two field goals last week. Mm-hmm. Um, isn't it Kickers. great? Kickers. <laughs> God. What? Kickers. I know. Hey, the Lions got a look. Carlson. The Man, if you yeah. have one, you better have one that at least looks good, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> McLaughlin for, for, for Tampa. I mean, he had a doink. I, that was a big three points that they didn't get. Um, Isn't it great to realize how many people in Michigan are happy right now? I'm up early on a day I could have slept in so I can listen to the excited callers on the ticket. The Lions are beasts. That's Laura in Toledo. Thank you very much, Laura. I disagree if you thought this team was going to be a division winner then you thought they would host a playoff game and win. Fair to say two playoff wins is awesome, but not the surprising, not that surprising uh, is what good teams do. Any should the expectation should be for division winners come with the territory. I'm talking about from before the season started. Right, yeah, before the season. If you thought that well, okay, maybe because a lot of people thought they'd win the division. But if you thought they'd be in the final four, you're in the minority. Well, that whenever we okay, this is generally mock draft season for us. Right. We're 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 generally three weeks into it. Yes. And now, and we've said this all year, we're looking at mock drafts not for who they're picking or who we want. I haven't even looked at who we want. It is simply okay. Where do all of those mock drafts put the Detroit Lions? Well, Are they picking twenty nine or 30. 30, 31? Like nobody's had him picking 32. No, which is fine. Uh, I don't think Chris Spielman gets enough credit for getting the ball rolling on the team and its leaders. He very seldom gets talked about, and he was one of the first ones brought in here to make decisions. Sparty Steve from Algonac, you are correct. Yep. That's why we love talking to him at uh, training camp. And uh, any chance we get? Yes, yeah. absolutely. 248-539-9797. Uh, let's go to our buddy Marcus at East Point. What's up, Marcus? Morning, gentlemen. Good morning. Good morning. On my way to Grand Rapids, as usual. <laughs> How y'all doing? Good. Man, I was so excited about that game uh, yesterday. And, uh, you know what really gets me? I think they use every single guy on that roster every week. It's like a different name being called that, that really shined in the game. Well, the That's only the only player who did not even get a snap yesterday, I'm including special teams, was Teddy Bridgewater. Everybody performed. Yeah. They all play, and they all seem to get their name called. Uh, I'm looking forward to San Francisco next week. I, I got a trip scheduled to go to Dallas. I'm thinking about canceling it because I want to be home and uh, watch the game with my fans and my buddies. So I don't know. But I think we can beat San Francisco. I watched Green Bay run that ball at Chase Young all game long. I think if our tackles dominate like they normally do, we can win this game. I'm going to call it 30 to 20 Lions. Oh, wow. We got our early predictions coming in now from Marcus and East Point. That's good. I Look, like I said, for the first time, I think the 49ers are vulnerable. Yeah, and I think he, he brought up a, a something unique there. And I think it's it's very true. You mentioned the only player that didn't play was Teddy Bridgewater. Mm-hmm. And he said, you know, that everybody at some point gets their name called. Not every week, right. but they're contributing, whether it's Jalen Reeves, Maben, it's it's Craig Reynolds, Josh Reynolds. We've talked about the impact that he's had. He gets his name called a lot because he's a receiver. But it's it's this staff, and it's not just Dan Campbell or Ben Johnson or Aaron Glenn. It's this staff putting guys when they are needed in position for success. 
Yes, and uh, it, it, that's the goal of the coach, right? Is is to to create a game plan where your guys, you you don't know if they'll come through, but you coach them up and you put them in position to have success to come through. And whether it's Derek Barnes on the last play of the uh, defensive play of the game, or it's uh, you know Craig Reynolds on fourth and one, you haven't carried the ball, but we know in this situation we can count on you. We can give you the ball. You can get in the end zone. It's you know Owusika. Like it, all of these guys at different moments throughout the course of the year, and especially through the playoffs, when called upon, they've been in position and they've come through. Two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. Um, I really need an explanation for why Tampa didn't use their last timeout at the end of the game. Bowles was asked about that. You know what he said? He said, "Ah, they would have kicked the field goal anyway, and we weren't coming back from ten. Yeah, I, that's a lot. You got to at least give every. You know, a chance for a bad snap, a blocked field goal, you know. Make I them actually, go through the process. Yeah. At the game, I actually I saw it on the score where they had a timeout left still. I and know. I thought they – I was saying that they got a timeout because people no. were celebrating right. and were kneeling. And I'm like, what's going on? And I'm like, is the scoreboard wrong? That's what I started to wonder. <laughs> yeah. I, mean, I couldn't let you always call it. Make yes. them take another snap. Exactly. Especially Never if know. Especially if it's going to be a field goal. Uh, one of the most overlooked aspects of the rebuild is the idi- idiocy of the Dolphins and Jaguars. For passing on Sewell and Hutch. Without those two, we wouldn't be here. Now, who did the Dolphins take instead of um, Sewell? Did they take Waddle? Was that that draft? Yeah. Well, I mean, Waddle's been pretty good for him. Yeah, he has been pretty good. And, you know, if we believe what we've been told, the Lions were trying to move up to get Jamar Chase. Which would have been pretty good, too. Yeah, but they wouldn't have had Sewell. I understand that. Yes. Uh, well, unless they would have made the Carolina trade. Just kidding. That, 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 that hill has gone down the toilet because of the way Jared Goff's playing. The yes. point of that call, though, they took two trench players. Yes. Yeah. Two Pro Bowl caliber trench players, and everybody else was taking the skill players. Mm-hmm. You got to build up front. It, it's clear. When you look at teams that haven't been good, and then all of a sudden, you know, over the course of time, they, they find a way to become good, you've got to have – a good offensive line. Now, Detroit, is their defensive line top-notch? So you have Hutch. You have Aleem McNeil. Mm-hmm. And, you know, th- I think the conversation in the offseason, which is yes. an offseason conversation, right. is how do you make them better up front defensively? Mm-hmm. How do you make them better in the back end defensively? Right. That's that's the biggest need. I mean, they drafted guys. You know, Zurique has not panned out the way they thought. Injuries or whatever. At least he's on the team. He's playing. Broderick Martin. A developmental guy. Now, you can yeah. argue whether you should take him in the third round or not. Maybe, you know, you know how Michigan coaches guys up who aren't like five stars? Yeah. Maybe that's what the Lions are doing with somebody like Broderick Martin. I don't know. Let's uh, go back you know, to Just quick, one other thing I noticed yesterday, and they did this last week. In, in the middle of the third quarter when they got that lead, I noticed they started hitting again. They started laying some lumber. They nailed Otten over the middle. Oh, yeah. And then you later had the questionable Gardner Johnson hold. Which yeah. I think they were going to call interference, and right. once they the refs looked at the replay on the scoreboard, they're like, "Well, we're going to, have to call the we're going to, have to do the bailout hold call here, so that we can justify the flag." Right? There's no way we can call interference on that. But Gardner Johnson popped him again. And yeah. I noticed a few other hits in the game. Like the one thing, maybe they can't cover, but if you catch it, they're going to pop you. Yeah, oh, no yeah. doubt. All right, two four eight five three nine ninety seven ninety seven. More of your phone calls. This show belongs to you, uh, Stoney and Jansen. Ninety seven one the ticket. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. 
Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.